Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Well, we're waiting. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the second episode of the Cutting Out Early podcast on a Tuesday, well, we're recording Tuesday, the 21st of July. Uh, how's everybody doing out there? I'm doing pretty good. I'm <laughs> yeah. doing pretty good. Yeah. Zach? Another week in paradise. Absolutely. It's <laughs> a great uh, song, by the way. Oh, another day in paradise. <laughs> another day in paradise, yes. <laughs> Um, so here it is. Um, this is episode number two, everybody. Uh, we put out our first episode last week. It was a ton of fun. We're hoping to get this thing going as uh, much as we can, and uh, we really enjoyed it. So we'll see where we can take it. But um, thanks, everyone, for listening, tuning in. It should be a good show today again. Um, at least I'm hoping so. we got a few good things to get into today. Um, uh, just a kind of a quick synopsis, I should say. There's a few things that we're going to talk about. One of the big things is going to be Kanye running for president. That's, I mean... Kind of a weird story because nobody really knows what's going on. I'm not really sure. But yeah, we'll get into that later. We're also going to cover some uh, some Madden ratings, some news about that. We're going to talk about this man who sold his jewelry store to set up a treasure hunting no, no, business. No, 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 no. He, he, no. Did he sell his jewelry store? Yes. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Shows what I know. Yeah, see? <laughs> well, I think it's a genius idea. Yeah, we might, we might talk about A-Rod buying the Mets. Yeah. And a few other things, but yeah, we're we're happy to get into it today. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I I do want to kick it off actually, um, with this story of the guy selling uh his jewelry stuff to pretty much create the most genius business venture that I've ever heard of. This guy is an absolute genius. Did you read about this, guys? It's unbelievable. Um, I think it came out a few days ago, and it's basically this guy who John Perry. He's organized a treasure hunt across Michigan. And this is something that just sparks so much interest in a time when people are really looking to do things or looking to maybe have some type of entertainment just because everything's so different. But I did not know that he was actually selling his jewelry store and this was his idea. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll read a quote from him. He said, uh, I have buried not only my entire jewelry store, but thousands upon thousands of dollars of gold, silver, diamonds, and antiques in various locations in Michigan from the bottom to the upper peninsula. Wow. That's pretty good. J&M Jewelers in Washington Township. He was the uh, former owner now that it's been sold. But this is a deal where if you want to buy clues, you can purchase tickets to buy clues, which is a fascinating concept. You pay $50. He gives you these clues, and the first quest is two. 100 ounce bars of pure silver worth about four thousand dollars if he sells what how many tickets i mean he's making so much money on this just numbers and why don't you tell me do the math (laughs) uh put you uh, on the spot here 50 times four thousand um twenty thousand dollars two hundred 
if he sells 4,000 tickets? Or are you trying to figure out how much he's going to make back? Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot here. Well, okay, <laughs> let's... I figured you'd be able to figure it out. Okay, engineering, he's right? Got... <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys are ridiculous. Okay, so let's say for this... At 50 bucks, he has to sell how many tickets? <laughs> you guys need to stop this right now. 20 um, tickets. <laughs> 20 tickets, is that right? Yes. Well, if he buries $4,000 worth of jewelry, he'll make that up so quickly. And then, first of all, it's 80 tickets, not 20 tickets, Mr. Engineer. Yeah, it is oh, 80 oops. tickets. Mr. Applied Engineer over here <laughs> yeah. putting me on blast, like, for God's I'm sake. I'm listening to you guys. I'm like, it's it's 80. And then Alex is like, it's 20 tickets. <laughs> Jeez. If he sells 80 tickets. Can, can his... we start this episode over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he sells 80 tickets then it's going to be a deal where he just, I mean, has a profit after that. 80 tickets is going to be easy. I would buy one. Oh, yeah. I mean, wouldn't this be something that you'd maybe want to do? If I mean, if you have a little time off, you have a weekend off, just want to go out of town and say, you know, 50 bucks is worth trying to maybe find out where this silver is. He's making so much money. Right. First one is uh, August 10th, or no, sorry, August 1st at 10 a.m. in Oakland County. Does that mean it's in Oakland County? Do you guys know? That's what I took it to mean, which kind of actually uh did, like it makes me not want to do it yeah because if it's in oakland county that means there's going to be a lot of people going after this first prize yeah once he starts putting them up in the up maybe where there's not going to be that many people then maybe i'd i'd make the drive up there but the other people go outside i don't want to awesome. have to compete with hundreds of people to find this prize that's true i'm waiting for the times that it's going to be in the up where nobody wants to go exactly and, and then it's an, an excuse to go to the up so there's four other quests. Um, those are scheduled for September 1st, October 1st, November 1st, and December 1st. Those locations are yet to be determined. Uh, he's been in the jewelry business for 23 years. Hit to shut down his store because of the um, COVID-19 lockdown, which is unfortunate. But it's a very creative idea to try to recoup some of those losses. And, man, I, I swear, this guy is an absolute genius. Yeah. They're, they're booked until uh, October 3rd, actually. I'm on his website right now. So Seriously? Yep, sold out. Mackinac sold out. Macomb sold out. He has two in Macomb, two in Oakland. And uh, his, the next one is Nuego. It's, uh, that's the or October 3rd one. So. Wow. What if somebody just bumps into it just by accident and just discovers jewelry or gold or silver? Could it be well, possibly that easy? Well, does he have it buried now? I would, I would assume he'd like hold off on that. I don't no. Know. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. What if it's buried right now, the <laughs> one in Oakland County, and somebody maybe just doing some excavating or or walking their dog and picking up some crap, and then they hear something loud and they're like, "What is this? Oh my God, a bar of silver! What the hell?" <laughs> and they didn't buy a ticket, so that could be an interesting uh, backfire, I suppose. But as long as he does a good job hiding, I suppose. <clears throat> is he hiding on public property or private property? I'm not sure. I didn't That's read into question. it that much. I don't know if it says. But maybe this will spark a new trend. Maybe this will be the new uh, escape room. In the country. Hey, I'd invest. It's got some good... I, uh, I feel like people don't buy... I mean, maybe they do, but I feel like I'm not that interested in buying jewelry, expensive jewelry. Maybe jewelry stores should start venturing into this. I, I think it's just a fun way for people to try to get back to their maybe childhood roots of finding treasure. Is that even a childhood thing? It's Everybody wants to find treasure or find something of value. Sure. It's like playing the lottery. Sure. Who it is that? like playing the lottery. I, I mean, really, that's it, all it is. You're just finding it, you know, getting the ticket, and then, you know, seeing what happens. It's you better. It. You can control your own destiny. That's true, actually. It, it would be a lot of fun. But anyway, if uh, anybody's interested, it's out there. It's something that I've... Johnny'sTreasureQuest.com. Johnny'sTreasureQuest.com. Okay. That doesn't sound shady at all. The official... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he may... Uh, I don't know. I, well, I'm just thinking if he buries it on public property or private... Pro I mean, I, I feel like he could run into some issues... 
Either way, if it's private property, then there's a bunch of people on private property, unless it's his, I suppose. But, I mean, public property, can he really do that? Or, I mean, who knows, man? I'm not a lawyer. Is it really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, if only only somebody here was trying to be. (laughs) TBD at this point, I guess, for anybody in this room. I do. A week from today, I will have taken the bar exam. So, is that right? Oh, wow. Look at you. A week from today. Yeah, when we record next week's episode, I will have taken the bar exam. Oh, my God. No kidding. Coming up. Shouldn't I be studying? Are you excited? (laughs) Yeah. How how, how are you doing for that? How am I doing? Yeah. I, I feel okay. I feel confident. Um, I think I'm doing everything I need to be doing. I'm putting in the work. I mean, I really am. I've been studying nonstop since I graduated, what was that, 10, 12 weeks ago? I mean, it's it's really been a lot. I think I've actually been overdoing it, which I definitely advocate for. It, from what everything I've heard, overdoing it is definitely uh, better than taking it too easy. But, right. uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. It's, it's a different format this year, obviously, because of, uh, of COVID. It's online instead of in person. Do you prefer that? I don't know. I mean, I I never took the bar exam. Well, normally. I mean, just any type of standardized test. I mean, it it is definitely different, and this goes beyond law school. I mean, this is yeah, pretty yeah. much every. I mean, I Zach, have my, I have my uh, shelf exams online. They're like standardized shelf exams for all With, med students across the country. And they normally wouldn't be online. No, you'd have to take them in person. Although I did do an email from my school today that says they reserve the right to make us take it in person or something like that. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> But well, after Alex passes the bar, he'll be able to fight that. <laughs> no problem. That's an easy one. Fingers crossed. Fingers no, it, crossed. It's, but it's happening across the uh, entire country. People are really trying to adjust. And, I mean, for some of these people graduating right now who have these tests that are being taken this summer, this fall, I mean, there's been a, a, a combination of either going to online or just extending it or, I mean, I mean delaying the exam or just eliminating it in some cases. I, I, I would have to imagine there's certain areas, not just law, I mean, you know, not law, but other areas of education across the country that are just making these massive changes, screwing up everybody's preparations, timelines, you know, whatever. It's it's a tough year for that. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of crazy. Like, I I was talking to some of the doctors at the hospital today, and they were like, oh, are your exams online? They're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, they, they like almost expect you to cheat on them now. Like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> just like, it's not a real exam if it's taken at home and online. So it's like, well, I mean, there's not much we can do about it, but it's just, <laughs> it's kind of funny that they've just lost all validity because of, uh, because of COVID. Right. So. No, it's 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 definitely different, but people will people will manage. But it'll it'll happen. I'm a little interested to see if they're gonna keep the bar online when I take it next year. So we'll see. I, I don't know. I'll advocate. Do you want it to be? Do you want it to be? Do you um, think you do? You know, to be honest, I'd rather not. I I, I like taking in person. I, really? I need that. Well, the the thing is, if I take an exam online, I don't feel like I'm getting like pumped up enough or in the zone enough. When I'm taking a test in person, I I kind of feed off the stress sometimes of like. You know, really getting into it and going. I just feel like I wouldn't focus as well online. The same thing with my uh, my classes or any class that I take online. It's different, and I don't focus as well. So that's my concern. I'm fine with it being in person. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. It's got a year to go. Um, but there, there are a few other things that I do want to get to. We'll, we'll get to Kanye in a bit. But one of the things that I wanted to talk about is um, this, this uh, story that I saw where A-Rod 
is maybe buying the Mets. Is that is that a possibility? No, it's not going to happen. No, that, that you nicked that one on the butt real well, quick. What happened? Well, he, he he doesn't have enough money. They need to sell it for like a, mil, a minimum of two billion dollars or something like that because God. in order for the the other MLB teams will not approve of it being sold for less than that because they want their you know their price. Yeah, exactly. I made a bad purchase here. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that. Have the Mets ever been good? I don't know. I like yeah, the Miracle Mets, right? Well, before my time. Yeah, I know. They I, weren't that. They were good not that long ago, wasn't that the eighties? I don't know. I don't follow baseball. Do I am not an authority on baseball, so yeah, do not. Well, take A-Rod, what I say. A Rod's in favor of of a salary cap, and and really this could be an entirely different discussion. But I, I know you mentioned that was kind of hypocritical in a way. That mentality. Yes, yes, I did. Because he, he was I advocating agree. for a salary cap. Or sure. Some comments came out about him being in favor of a salary cap. And I thought A-Rod was kind of one of those first players to really set off this trend of just ridiculous contracts. When he uh, when he signed his contract, his first contract, his first, you know, what was that, $200 million contract or something wild. Like oh, yes. yeah. And he, he was one of the first players to kind of set that trend. And now you've got... You know, Justin Verlander uh, signed a huge contract like that, and now you've even got it going to the NFL with Patrick Mahomes signing his $500 million contract uh, the other the other day. I mean, these uh, these contracts are kind of out of control, but uh, yeah, for A-Rod to be in favor of a salary cap after he already benefited from there not being one. Well, my thought was, it was, my thought was is the only way he could afford the team is if there was a salary cap because oh. he – him and his he has a group of investors right it was like brian Erlacher and j-lo some, and he talked to robert Kraft. and yeah yeah it, they had nothing compared to these uh compared to some of these guys from new york who are also investing it was like joe cohen or something like that and he was he's like worth 13 billion dollars just by himself so it's like yeah he he couldn't compete against that so he probably wanted it just so he could afford it would he be the most hated mlb owner in the entire league who? A Rod. A Rod. If no. he buys it. Oh come on! What are you talking about? Can no. you do you like A Rod? No, I, Nobody. I'm, I don't know anybody who likes A Rod. I'm fairly indifferent on him, but he he seems to have a pretty decent following online, at least from what I've seen of people who get pumped up to see him do stuff. I mean, he's all over the place with J Lo now. Well, yeah, I know, but I don't know. He's. No, I just he's, get sick of him. I, I think he's a story of a big big turnaround in public perception because when he was a player he's trying when he was a player nobody liked him nobody but now now that he's not a player i think he i think it's like 50 50 i think he's letting his ego get the best of him being on shark tank i can't stand it when he's on shark tank it's just i mean a rod he's trying to he's trying to get the public on his side but i think a lot of the damage is done because people made their perception of him. So now that he's trying to recreate this image of being an investor or a businessman or, or whatever it is, I think people already had that perception that, okay, he's, he's just kind of an asshole. So we're kind of done with him. You've, you've had your chance. We don't really care about this anymore. I just don't – people don't like him. I, you know what? I was I a little know. iffy. That's my thought. I was a little iffy. You put me on the spot. But I do, <laughs> I do like A-Rod. I like when he's on stuff. He, I like his personality. I like seeing him. Uh, do the uh, the color commentary? I like when he's on Shark Tank. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't. I always, think you're in the minority. He doesn't always add that much, but I just like seeing him. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. He, it's he's better not gonna... than watching Lori for the hundredth episode. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Oh, I know where that'd be great. CVS. QVC. <laughs> QVC. That's her, cl- that's her crutch. That's whatever she goes to. This would be on QVC anyway. <laughs> we, we lost that advertiser. That's too bad. <laughs> um, kind of in the sports realm, though, the Madding ratings are a big thing right now on social media. Um, I know a lot of players are really reacting to the ratings this year more than usual. Wh- wh- why is that happening? Because there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> usually, <laughs> usually they'd be busy in training camp and whatnot when yeah. Madden comes out, but there's no training training camp right now and also i i, I don't know i i think they they are playing into it more there's a much larger um campaign kind of to release them they released them over maybe the course of a week they would do it by position they would release the top rated players first and then everybody else later so there's just a lot more hype surrounding the ratings this year probably because there's no sports and ea sports is trying to uh, trying to take advantage of, of there not being much else to talk about. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true. I know ESPN's, ESPN has been um, covering them a lot, but again, that goes into the same category of nothing really else to talk about in the world of sports. I mean, granted, things are getting back into it, which is which is great. Baseball's starting up, and that wasn't even on the show prep, but honestly, that's a, that's a pretty big story uh, with these uh, kind of sports coming back. There's already a few back. Golf, obviously. We talked about that a lot in our last show. The NBA soon, too. That's true as well. Um, I know NHL's trying to get going as well. Um, I, again, it's not something that I've been following incredibly closely, but I do know that these sports coming back, first of all, people are skeptical. People may not know if they're going to finish their season. People have their doubts, which is understandable, depending on what happens in the fall with covid who knows i know a lot of people didn't even imagine that uh that baseball was going to start up they thought that was done but they're doing a good job i think so far at least and it sounds like it's going to happen yeah it, it should be really interesting the 60 game season is going to be pretty wild i don't consider that terribly meaningful um you know compared to a normal season i mean no one whoever wins this year they that city might celebrate, but everyone else, every other city, every other team, every other fan base is going to be saying, "Oh well, yeah, they won in the COVID season. They only right. had to play sixty games." Because if you think about it, I mean that's a very small fraction of what a normal MLB season is. Any team can go on a hot streak and compete this year. Isn't it like or, a third of a normal, or no half? Right. Well, it's just it's just over a third. Okay, one hundred and sixty-two games. Right. So any any bad team can go on a streak and be a contender or any good team any team say the dodgers the yankees a team that's really supposed to compete for the world series this year they could just fall apart for maybe 10 games even and all of a sudden they're out of it they're just gone well you know what that means right the tigers have a shot the tigers, tigers have, have a shot tigers have no shot oh come on <laughs> anybody has a sh- anybody has a shot this year this is the year when i mean it's anybody's it's anybody's season because with baseball, you can have, like, a really good 20-game stretch, and then all of a sudden, that's a third of the season this year, and you're in the AL contention. You never know. You never know. Things nope. could happen. Crazier things have happened. I it's know, a weird year. I know the luck can work that way, but the talent will not. <laughs> and that's the problem. <laughs> you got to remember, like, back when normal spring training was going on, the Tigers had one of the longest shots in baseball to win the World Series. They had the worst odds. They were down there with, like, the Orioles and maybe the Royals, I think, 
as maybe the Pirates too. I can't remember exactly who it was, but they were like you know two thousand to one to win the World Series back yeah. in, uh, and they, their odds have not increased drastically either. Well, we'll see. I, I, I'm I'm hanging on to hope. Just I mean, I get the talent thing. I understand the players. I understand the Tigers right now don't have the best team or really even a good team at all. But I still am hanging on to hope that this weird season with the weird games and just the no fans. Uh, there's too many variables to make me count them out right away. I'm still hanging on to hope. You're right. I shouldn't be pessimistic because it will be fun to watch. It definitely will be. It'll be something something to watch. <laughs> uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's very appropriate. Drop. I mean, it's 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 clear as day. Um, <laughs> well, we were talking about the Madden ratings here. Right, right. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I just I wanted to talk about a few of them that are questionable. The one that sticks out to me is Tom Brady at a ninety. Tom yeah, Brady at a ninety. I did see that. Are you kidding me? People have always talked about him being a system quarterback, and now he's out of that system, and you're going to leave him at a ninety. Can I ask a dumb question? Yes. And this may relate to other people in the audience. I don't play Madden. Okay. What does a 90 mean? Okay, you're right. So, <laughs> sorry. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Oh, okay. Just, Ra- just ratings, the cliff rating. notes. Just a very basic cliff note so okay. I don't fall asleep. You can be rated up to a 99. Okay. Correct. Why and not 100? I don't know. I'm already pissed at Madden for not going to 100. That's very confusing. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. <laughs> but your overall rating is a an aggregate of all of your individual skill ratings. Okay. So you look at your throw power, your throw accuracy, your pocket presence, your awareness, things like that for a quarterback, and it'll turn out into your uh, into your rating. So for him to have a high rating like that, it means his skills also have to be high. It's not just how will he perform, like what will his stats be. It's actually what will his individual ability be if you took him on that team and put him anywhere. Um, so, to, so, so for example, there are, there are five, there are one, two, three, four quarterbacks rated higher than him that maybe this will put it into context. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is a 99 overall, Russell Wilson, 97, Lamar Jackson, a 94, Drew Brees, a 93, Tom Brady, a 90. And, and players really care about this. Do you think they, do you think they're really, egos. do you think they really care about it? They're just like touting on social media about it just to kind of give themselves a little more publicity something to talk about or do you think the players actually like take it seriously with like oh, it's only rated an 80 what are they doing no i don't like think that. they cry about it or well anything. do you think they're a little <laughs> bummed i mean not crying but they gotta be a little bummed if they're rated a little lower than what they expected i mean i think they gotta be it's a very you know, popular I mean, game like everyone knows it you know everyone they, they've been talking about it for you know weeks or you know a week now so even 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 like taking it completely out of the context of the game that rating kind of shows where the public perception is on you as a player, how you compare, how you relate to the other players in your game. So if you're, say, a wide receiver and you think you're one of the top five receivers in the league and then the ratings come out and you're the 20th best receiver in the league, you're going to be a little upset or at least hopefully motivated to work a little harder and get that rating up. I just don't know as a professional athlete if that's something you really want to pay attention no, to no, no, or really no. care about. I, I mean, just focus on your your game. I, I don't know. I, I, think just, that's, I think that's what they do. I think that's what a lot of players see it as, and I think that's how they should see it is just play your game and the ratings will come out the way they do. But it's always somewhat beneficial, and it's impossible not to just see what the public perception is. Back in 82, 
I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile. <laughs> I put on well, the most ridiculous thing yeah, about so Tom Brady's is uh, his throwing power. Actually, I think it's like it's like a ninety or something. It's stupid. He, he, they're saying his throwing power is basically like you know top of the you know QBs. So we'll see. Wait. He's getting old. So wow, That's yeah, crazy. he's still the best. I saw the top. Uh... The top throw power was Josh Allen with a 99 throw power. And it's because he just always airs it over his receiver's heads when they go deep. Just always. I saw a really funny clip on Twitter of him. It was like a montage of him throwing it over his receiver's head like a hundred times. <laughs> just wide open receivers downfield about four years. And he's, I mean, he's wailing it down there. He's really throwing the ball, but it's just sailing over their head. Um, before we get out of sports, I-, I wanted to bring up that one thing that we discussed earlier today about how the NBA sent out those pictures of where the bench is going to be set up and everything and how they're still social distancing uh, on the court, even though they're in that bubble there. And even though they're still playing basketball and they're bumping up against each other, they're still doing all that. They're, they're sweating on each other, but they still need to social distance on the, on the, when they're on the bench. So I want to provide a bit of a disclaimer. Oh boy. Because I do agree that there is no reason they need to be socially distancing on the bench when they're going to get on the court and be... You're not only crazy, you're dumb. <laughs> yes. I, uh, you know, I, I definitely agree with, that they don't need to be socially distancing on the bench when they're just going to get on the court and be body to body anyway. Sure. But I just want to provide a disclaimer that it seems like they're trying to take just every precaution they can, which is a good image to give out to the public. So it's a PR thing. I think so. Yeah. I mean, no, what, I agree with you. I mean, 100%. I mean, what does a player gain by being right next to his teammates on the bench anyway? Like, I don't know, maybe a pat on the back when you make a, you know, a terrible free throw that you miss or something like well, that. It's just, like, it's, just, it's just part of the team. You're part of a group, and you're all on it together trying to win the game. And I just feel like the separation would be – I mean, athletes are very particular, and, and they also are a little superstitious. I would imagine so. They've talked about it. So if they're just sitting so far apart from each other, it just seems like they would maybe feel disconnected from the team. That's at least my perception. And I don't think it's necessary when they're taking all of these precautions anyway, especially if they're playing on the same court. What's the... They're well, in a bubble. Exactly. They, they went through these whole procedures of making sure that nobody leaves the bubble. Everything is so contained. It's perfect. It's so clean. And then they still have to socially distance on the bench and they're tested every day. Right. So... It, it, it's just an image thing. They're at practice all day with each other. Right. They're playing on the court without masks. They're living together in the mm-hmm. same resort. I and, think I, at some point there is going to be, like, it in sports, like, there's contact. Like, you can't avoid it. So I think that at some point all, like, kind of safety kind of goes out the window. But, I mean, I, I don't mind. I don't mind them, like, having the distance. Yes, yeah, I, I agree. Because there are false negatives, you know, and it may, if I was a player and if I wanted to, like, I don't know, avoid one player because I heard him cough or something like that, you know, yeah. maybe I Corona could do that. <laughs> Thank you, Cardi. Coronavirus! <laughs> exactly. Yep. Oh, yeah. She said it best. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I, I, I'm sure it's just kind of that PR thing because you know what's going to happen if they're sitting next to each other on the bench. They're going to get a letter or a phone call. What are they doing? Not socially distancing at the court. I see them sitting there. What the? You know, they're yeah, going to get some, that. And someone's not going to understand the context. No, they're just going to no. tune in and they're going to take it completely out of context. <laughs> so you know, we'll see what happens. I just don't think it's necessary. But I get the image thing, and I, I, I do understand all that. So I'm excited for that, though. The NBA yeah. to start back. It's I mean, yeah. it's going to be really exciting because they're going to play a few regular season games and then get right into the playoffs. It's going to be 
very, very exciting. There's a few teams that are kind of on the bubble trying to trying to get into the playoffs at the last minute, and I think they're going to be going all out. And then I think the players are going to take this postseason very seriously as well. I think I think LeBron really wants a title in, in L.A. Right. I really think Giannis wants his first title. I, I think it's going to be really competitive. I Zion. Do Zion's coming back. I Has he come back to the bubble yet? I know he Oh had, no, that's right. He did have some family. Yeah, he had issues. a family issue he had to leave the bubble for, but I hadn't heard a update on that. Yet. Oh yeah, so, that's right. Wishing the best to Zion's family. Hoping he can get <laughs> not a laughing matter. Well, I, well, no, I know, I know, but I, I it would be awesome if he could come back. And I, it, he's supposed to play, you know, the the LeBron in the first round. That would be a great first round. Yeah. So do you, do you think these um do you think there's going to be players that maybe are not comfortable with just staying in this bubble for an extended period of time and are going to do what they can to maybe leave and go see their family and go see that's who they're going to see well whatever (laughs) (laughs) that's not what i heard you know i'm not going to judge the personal decisions on the nba player anyway but you know i'm just saying what are they going to do to maybe try to get out of the bubble for a bit maybe that's what zion did i mean do we know what's going on he had a, a family emergency he had to attend to, and I don't think any other details have come out about that. So I don't, I don't want to speculate. I definitely don't want to speculate. We won't speculate. I don't. I don't think there's anybody that has been speculating. So I think it is a pretty serious situation. I I I, I agree, but I, I'm sure there are scenarios that people could use. Honestly, though, if they want to leave, that's their choice. Like that's fine. You know, you're a free person. It's not like you're yeah, in I prison. Know. You, I mean, you just got to go into quarantine, I guess, when you get back. But if if you want to leave for two weeks, fine, leave for two weeks. But I don't know why you would want to like intentionally leave during the playoffs for two weeks well piggybacking off that is it worth it for these players to go through all these extra measures and not just base or not just basketball but all the sports baseball and 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 hockey and even football if that's what ends up doing i mean is it worth it to these players to do that or are there going to be a number that say you know what nope i'm not playing that's it this is not worth it to me there are a number of players who have decided not to enter the bubble who have voluntarily decided not to join their team yeah but they a lot of those a lot of those players made their decisions before everyone got into the bubble. Maybe maybe there will be some that change their minds once they get into the bubble. But th- there could be. Um, as far as worth it for professional athletes, I think most of them will see it worth it because that's a big check they'd be forfeiting. Yeah, absolutely. Now for college athletes who are not getting paid, no, 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 no level of risk is worth is worth that because I, yeah. They, they're not getting any benefit out of it. <laughs> no, it's 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 very different, and that's one of the reasons why I, there's no way that college football is happening. I mean, Michigan can say whatever they want. I know they said the thing where Zach's looking at like he's disagreeing with me. No, know. no, I was just. Did you hear what Texas said today? I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, they're no, going to have no. What? I didn't. They're they gonna, said they're going to have fifty thousand fans. Oh, at their give game. me a break! Yeah, it wasn't even that. It's it, it's going to happen, and there's going to be fifty thousand fans. Texas oh, yeah. is an inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Texas is an inferno of COVID right now. Yeah, it was. Un- I you're was not only crazy, you're dumb. Exactly. <laughs> now, now we're repeating drops over here. No, no, no. It's all part of the fun. I, it's come on, Texas. No way. I, it's not going to happen for anybody. It's. I mean, I, I, I mean, could, I hate to say it because I love college football, but it's it's not happening. And if it does, I think it's, it's certainly not going to happen with fans. I think it's no. got to happen either in the spring. Maybe in the spring, or I mean, I guess they're gonna have to give them another year of eligibility because I don't like some of these players. They need this season to prove themselves worthy of the draft pick. You know, I don't know. I like. I mean, how else do you show that you're talented enough to be drafted? Otherwise, they're just gonna take all the Alabama and Clemson, and you know, I don't know. Like a lot of schools need this, so or a lot of players need I mean, this. How, how did players prove themselves before television and the draft? Well, they had scouts at the games. 
you know? They can do private workouts. You can't really give an extra year of eligibility to all these players because then you're going to have a backlog of just, especially football, you're going to have an extra, you know, 20 players maybe that you need to keep on your roster, which will hurt schools that don't necessarily have the money to shell out that kind of scholarship money. But then it's also going to hurt the players that are underneath them who thought, oh, maybe I'll get playing time next year. I'll finally be, you know, next up. And now they're not. Do you you think it'll happen in the spring then? I don't know if it'll happen this spring, but I do know that if they don't have it, they can't really give an extra year of eligibility, and it really sucks. It really, really, really sucks for those players, but, I mean, it sucks for everybody right now. Well, we can't forget about some of those smaller sports, too, that people... My favorite not- sport is sports, a water balloon fight. <laughs> I've never lost a water balloon fight. I'm the Michael Jordan of water balloon fight. So, you know, we always got to treat all sports with some level of, uh, you know, respect. Yes. It's just an important thing to do. <laughs> I, 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 I hope it happens in the spring because I feel like this, this fall anyway, it's kind of turned into a mess. And I, I feel like you could have a real season in the spring. I, I know there's a lot of concerns out there about people like, oh, how are they going to go from the season into training camp into another season? Well, I, I think that's almost how it's got to be. And like, you can, I, I mean, I feel like you can rest them enough during training camp and over the summer that they should be able to play in the fall. You know, I mean, I, I haven't played football personally, so I guess I wouldn't know from that standpoint. But Shocker. I do think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm I was kidding. Like, That's a compliment. I was anything. like five five in high school, so. <laughs> <laughs> but but I do think that um, I do think it's possible, and I think that I, they can make it happen. You know, I don't know. I, maybe you guys disagree. I don't know. I, I don't. If, if it's not happening in the fall, it's not happening this year. That's my thought. But I, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I, I think the participation is is a different story from just the fandom. I, I know, I, I pretty much know just based on how things are that we're not going to be able to have fans or very many fans at the games. I don't think that should dictate whether we have the actual play or not. Um, Probably not. Because I think they, no, I don't think it should because I think you can have a safe way to play. Yeah. The, But it, there is a problem with college athletes just because they're college students, so they're on campus, they're around tens of thousands of other students who could possibly, in, you know, infect them. They're not professional athletes who can afford to sit in a hotel or sit at their home all day and only go from their house to their ballpark. Exactly. No, it's different. It's very different. So we understand that, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm putting my money on not happening. Yeah. There's we'll a. See. The problem is there's too many students on campus who just think white claw is life <laughs> people have different priorities especially during these tough times <laughs> um it is an election year and uh one of the names on the ballot might be kanye well, west won't be on the ballot well he's trying well some ballots some ballots he might be on he's trying yeah he's yeah. really trying i think well I think you know i don't know what he's doing he's I, changed his tune for the past few weeks i can't follow it i know i feel like every other day it's like kanye's running kanye's not running kanye's running <laughs> <laughs> It's it's weird and um let me let me try to find that clip of him of him sure. talking about it'll, it. It'll it'll be different based on when you listen to our podcast. What <laughs> oh, what I'm Kanye sure is doing. But uh, yeah, he had that um that rally in uh, one of the Carolinas, I believe. South Carolina. South yeah. Carolina. And that was just a very sad debacle. I he he needs some mental health. Did, he, yes. Well, did you did you see that he wait. missed the deadline for it too? Like he didn't even make it on the ballot because he didn't have enough signatures for South Carolina. 
Yeah, that's kinda, true. Yeah, that was, just happened. Yep. That just happened. Yep. Um, hang on. This is he, he had a, like a rally in in South Carolina that, like you said, it went really really weird. You want to play that for a little bit? <laughs> Should I not? You can. You can go uh, go for it. Let's We're, see. Well, I'll play a part of it. I'll play part of it. It's really weird. I'm not trying to quiet your voices, actually. So I don't want to say that in an improper way. I just haven't had the time to word it in the most elegant way possible. So, <laughs> so that's. His- I thought he was a wordsmith. I thought he was a genius with an incredible ability to put words together. But apparently, he's having trouble when he's running for president. <laughs> I don't know. I, the more the more it goes on, it, the more obvious it's a PR stunt. Because sure. I, I mean, before before you're like, well, you know, Donald Trump ran one last year. Like maybe someone like you know, Kanye could run this year. Someone but it, equally as unstable. Well, <laughs> I mean. Y'all, we leave it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was who recording the video. <laughs> That's the only response you can really have. Is Listen, we, need, yeah. we need to get out of here. Yeah. We talked about her not having this child. This is horrible she audio. Pills in her hand. Pills, he goes on and on. I think. And if you take it, it's a wrap. The baby's gone. So I was sitting up in Paris, and I had my leather pants on. <laughs> is that relevant? His you leather pants. Know, it's got leather pants on. You already know who this person must think they are. Right. And I'm in the apartment where my wife was actually robbed. And I have my laptop up and I got all of my creative ideas. I got my shoes, I got my sound cover, I got community. He just goes on and on. Are you okay? Are you alright? I don't I, I hope he's okay. I I've never you know, he, he's very good at what he does in terms of music. Oh, he's a genius. Well, Absolute genius. That's, when it comes know. to music, I love his music. Oh, yeah. But, he, but he's he, crazy. Maybe one of the best of all time. I, but he's crazy. He needs to get some help. He, that's, he's, that's all I can say. But the reason why I wanted to talk about this, why I wanted to bring it up in today's show, is because I wanted to talk about who, what other alternative candidates, whatever you want to talk about it, would be actually good presidential candidates. You mean ones that aren't career politicians, just the ones that, you know, are outside of politics but maybe could be good presidents? Yes, yes. Really, really, or what qualities do they need? Really really quick, though, p- piggybacking off of Kanye, though, I, I I have a feeling this might be one of those Kid Rock things. Remember when Kid Rock was running for Senate and he was trying to just do that whole thing to get his, uh, I guess, more attention to him or more music sales or whatever? That might be kind of what Kanye is doing, don't you? Maybe think maybe that's one of those things. Unless he's sincere. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. It, this seems different. It it just seems different. It, but anyway, he's, uh, I think he's serious right now. Well, then tomorrow he'll wake up and wonder what the hell he's doing running for president. Exactly. He'll, he'll completely like, oh my god, I'm we've all been there. Or, or, yeah, yeah. We've, we've all had days <laughs> like that. But that's a good question, Alex. Who would be that regular person that? maybe could be running for president and i i know it's it, it's not something we want to get political in but it's kind of funny to think about that concept with just, people outside just, of politics yeah just what qualities do you need and my my you gotta be 35 yes gotta be 35 my course. my and a natural born citizen sure my my there first goes Bieber's. my first idea though was that you need to get those athletes who just give the generic responses in their press conferences like oh could you could you talk about the other team well the other team tried really hard today i thought they put up a 
a good effort, and I thought our team really came together, and I thought we, uh, you know, we, uh, we really overcame. You the sound audience. like Stafford. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, unless, what about the ones that are maybe a little more blunt or candid with what they say? I shit my pants last night. <laughs> oh, George Brett? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I got shit everywhere. I shit all over myself. <laughs> I mean, would you rather have that type of candidate or the ones who do, like, the, I don't know, Tiger Woods outside of his little incident? He's what I've always thought of as, like, the very just classic PR interview person where he just has the – he's very good. I mean, he does a very good polished interview. I feel like if he ran for president, people would vote for him. He would probably be one of those guys that might be good. I just thought of that. That might be a good idea. So the athletes that really control their image very well, like like Tiger or LeBron. LeBron is really – uh, really into controlling his image and his storyline. Yeah, that kind of athlete. That's who you're thinking about. Well, I'm I'm just trying to think. That'd probably be the person. Doesn't have that to be an athlete either. Well, exactly. It could be an actor. It could be a uh, God. It could be a friend. It could be somebody you know. It could could be an adult. It could be a parent. Alex New for president. No, right. Give me a break. <laughs> you're not only crazy. You're dumb. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know, Zach. Anything come to mind? Well, as, I, as far I, as those people, I think the first person that comes to my mind is is JJ Watt. You know, like he's a great humanitarian. Yeah, exactly. He's he's got a, his own foundation. His public image. Looks no like one, a nice little guy, actually. Oh, uh, he's not a little guy. That's for sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Look at the strong men. That's better. There you go. <laughs> That's an option. That's an option. I'm trying to think if there's any, like, actors or people in TV. I'm usually pretty cynical about people in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> or Le- any actors. Leo, or... Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is always talking about uh, big hot-button uh, issues like climate change. He's he's a big advocate for uh, for uh, being informed on climate change. I know he... Uh, he did a lot. He, he did what? He was very involved with that documentary that they showed in Miami about Miami getting going underwater and being flooded in the next 20 years. He's very yeah. worried about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it, it's tough. I don't. You don't know like what their stances are or anything, so I don't really know. So. Well, yeah, that's, it'd be different. One of those people I, that I've always thought might do it, and this kind of goes along with the Trump thing where he was a celebrity in the public light then moved into politics. What about someone like Cuban? Cubes. Yes. That, I mean, that's somebody who, I mean, what is he now, 65 or so in his early 60s? Old? Yeah, he was born in the late 50s, wasn't he? Oh. Let me look it up. But he's one of those guys that's always talked about it and always tried to maybe, like, hint that, eh, maybe I'll run, maybe I won't. I could see him in the next couple elections actually going through with it. He has the money for it. I mean, we know that. And he's one of those guys that might have that big enough ego to do it. I mean, t- to run for president, you have to have a big ego. I mean, really, you have to just be in love with yourself. If you think that you're able to run the country, your ego must be massive. What? Do you not agree? If you're if you're coming to the presidency not from politics, then yeah, I think you do have to have a pretty big ego to think you can just make that quantum leap to running the country. But if you're if you're coming from a position of power, even if it's not maybe a, a CEO or something, uh, rather than, uh, but yeah, if if you're coming from politics, then I, I think you do not necessarily have to have that ego. I mean, it's just, not really a bad thing, but it's just kind of a part of politics. I mean, I mean, wouldn't you think? I mean, it, you have to really be in love with yourself. To, I don't know. Maybe, you know. maybe in modern day, but like, you think Jimmy Carter has a, a huge ego? Well, I think for the time he may have. He was president. Maybe. I, I guess I wasn't around It was around just a different then. scale. I don't know. I just, I, if you're going to do that, especially at an older age when you might just want to like relax or retire or not do anything, especially something as stressful as 
running the country. Maybe just time to take a take a take a nice so retirement. Huge, huge ego. You think Elon Musk will do it? Well, no, no. Did you see ego. he was gonna uh, El Prez? El Prez said he oh, was, Portnoy, was, Dave yeah, Portnoy, yeah, the, yeah, the Portnoy, runner of Barstool yeah. Sports. Yeah. And then Elon was gonna be his VP. Oh, <laughs> can you imagine that ticket? That would be awesome. <laughs> I they they get my vote. They would probably win. <laughs> they, I mean, really, they would probably win. You, you, I could see that happening. It, it's a I funny mean, the, concept. The bar is pretty low, so <laughs> <laughs> I think they would just end up manipulating stocks all day. That's Where all they care these about. People come from just Elon Musk with his uh, his stock manipulation, just via t- Twitter, and then Dave Portnoy with his. Uh, Davy Day trading. <laughs> oh God, that's that's been on my feed. I mean, they'd all be. The time. I mean, they'd be like Trump, or they just focus on the stock market. He'd exile day. Roger Goodell. <laughs> <laughs> he would. Do, he is, would do a lot for that. That there, would be hilarious. Is there something called like the opposite of a pardon, where you just arrest somebody for no reason? <laughs> <laughs> we, they would advocate for some type of immediate arrest of anybody involved with the NFL's like leadership it would just be a complete overhaul they would find some weird crime to get them with anyway that's a really weird concept um okay what else is going on there was one other thing that i or at least a few other things that i wanted to get into um do you want to talk about the woman at the verizon store yeah that, that's it after um I, I i put a few links in here that we can get to after that there's there's one thing i gotta read from facebook everybody this is going to be one of those um bits that we incorporate throughout the show or throughout the weeks when we do a show um, that uh, I'll get to in a little bit, but there's a Facebook page uh, that is uh, very good with content, and it's not really supposed to be for that, but <laughs> I'm just telling you, I've had a lot of laughs from this Facebook page. So it's it's a local community page. Do you, well, you want to just get into it? And let's yeah, yeah, let's it. do it, because I think this would be a fun... Uh... Maybe reoccurring bit. We don't have to do it every week. Just, yeah, just when it provides. Exactly. There are times when I when I'm scrolling through Facebook. It's it's Facebook, and as all of you know, uh, as far as Facebook is concerned, and this is uh, no slight at Facebook or or Zuckerberg with his incredible surfing skills, but <laughs> and his uh, tremendous use of sunscreen. We know he has to protect that light skin. It's a, it's an incredible battle when he's out in the sun, <laughs> but um. Uh, Facebook is not exactly the um, the community of millennials or Gen Z or younger people that maybe it was intended for. There's been a lot of, uh, let's say, uh, people of a certain age really latching onto it and just falling in love with it and perhaps overtaking it uh, in a way. I know that a lot of my friends don't even go on Facebook, to be honest with you. I, I don't use Facebook that much. Uh I try to stay involved in a you know a few groups like school groups and stuff like that. Right. But I mean, I mean now that I'm graduated, I don't know what I'm going to use it for. I mean that that is what it's for, right? You just use it for your school groups and nothing else. <laughs> it's basically what I use it for. <laughs> well, anyway, this is a local community page, and it's it's basically a page where people talk about like. Um, I heard a helicopter over the head. What's going on? Or is somebody's dog missing? I found a dog in the alley and he doesn't have a collar. Or he does have a collar, but he won't get near me. Or these taxes are ridiculous. Or just people complaining, complaining about restaurants and stuff. It's a lot of people complaining. I saw a group of four kids walking down the street and none of them had masks on. <laughs> yeah. this, this page was a gold mine at the beginning of, uh, of the co- oh COVID breakout. With, <laughs> with every, no one knowing how to react. <laughs> we were sharing so many posts between us. And oh my God, the, the, the hours of laughter that we had with this at least i did oh, i scroll through them all the time this was one from uh, about a week and a half ago and and if there's any good content you'll 
better believe that you'll hear it on this show. But uh, this is from a local community member. Uh, I haven't been able to do a 1,000... By the way, just for context, uh, she... Uh, let's see. It's a it's a she. Uh, she shared a CNN story, and it's, it's very nice. Uh, this uh, person left a $1,000 tip on a pretty big bill, which, you know... Nice story. Wow. You Generous. See big roller. Wow. I know. Big spender. CNN? Yeah, you can get on CNN for dropping a $1,000 tip. The, like, staff wow. at, the staff at a New Jersey restaurant that has been struggling amid the coronavirus pandemic were moved to tears after a regular customer left them a $1,000 tip. And you see stories like this from time to time, and they're very nice. But here you anyway, go, Max. So, what? Local Village Grill. You just got to drop a $1,000 tip, and then here you are. <laughs> Max Major makes it on CNN National News. Oh, oh a Regular, a Village Grill regular, making some <laughs> national news. That'd be oh, what clout that would be! This podcast would explode. Uh, so anyway, this is from a local community member. I haven't been able to do a thousand dollar tip on a forty dollar plus tab, but I have been giving thirty to fifty percent tips to our Wednesday night takeout restaurants for the family haircuts, to my wonderful nail and facial professionals who I did not see for months, to the car wash, and to the one place we felt safe dining in. Uh, and then they name the restaurant. I will continue to be a very heavy tipper as long as possible. Ooh! So they're followed by nine comments, uh, and people are kind of going on and on about their tipping as well. Um, and a few of them are also kind of uh, just giving him props, which, I don't know, this person just, are they looking for a pat on the back? What are they doing? So I, I guarantee 90% of the time she's tipping about 15%. And then, <laughs> and then the one time she decides to tip over 20%, she has to tell all her friends. <laughs> and um, let's see. If you decide to venture to another restaurant for an eat-in meal. Oh, they, they mention a restaurant that's doing a phenomenal job. Uh, they mentioned City Kitchen is doing a great job, which is a very nice place. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I've I been love there actually since they opened. Oh yeah, have you? Yeah, you, yeah. You enjoy it? Yeah, it was very good. I like the city kitchen. Uh, I love you guys, but you ain't getting a G from me. Uh, somebody wrote fantastic. Um, somebody wrote wonderful. I have been heavily tipping too. I'm so happy oh I'm not gosh. alone. And somebody replied to that comment. Me too. The how other. Can, <laughs> how can you possibly? Where do these people come from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How can you possibly just keep posting about just patting yourself on the back? Like, <laughs> listen to this. This is some. This is from a guy. I gave the person at Great Clips up north a big tip. They get verbally harassed for asking customers to wear masks. Two likes. So wow. these people are really just having quite the love fest with themselves. They're, I mean, man, this must have just made their entire week. Letting, knowing that that hundreds of people, hundreds in this community page now know what a big tipper they are. It, I mean, it's it's incredible generosity. These people should be. Um, applauded. As a matter of fact, there probably should be a parade. There may be a parade going on. I should comment there should be a parade set up for these tremendous people helping out in this time. Wow. What do you think the age is that you just kind of lose all wherewithal of like what, what what's you appropriate? Should, yeah, what's good for Facebook, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Some, some people our age who don't know how to behave on that, Facebook. That's, that's true. true. <laughs> It does run the gamut, but it's it's very funny because there's a lot of indicators on Facebook where you know that this post is somebody in the uh, 
uh, AARP crowd or, or somebody of a certain age who may not understand the uh, proper nuances of Facebook etiquette, putting happy birthday comments in somebody's profile picture or making bodacious claims on the community page that they're tipping well, among other things. And believe me, it doesn't end there. It goes on and on and on with content. Probably hourly, somebody posts up some, you know, better than others. And again, these are supposed to be very serious community uh, pages, but... I think uh, I think some people may take their liberties a little too far with the uh, with the laptops and the power of the keyboard. I, I love the post. I, I saw a group of three young men aged 14 to 16. One was wearing a brown shirt. None of them had masks, and they didn't look like they came from the same household. Get these hooligans off the street! Oh, 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 oh! Did oh. you? This is this is funny. You know what I can do? Oh boy, I, I can I can really get good with this. Sorry, Zach. Go ahead. No, no, no. I want to hear. I I want to know if you can pull up a certain post that I was talking about. Yeah, I can. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I can. Well, this this is. I, I you can keyword search mask and a lot of good content comes up. Uh, but this is somebody offering an idea for Halloween because is is Halloween happening this year? Is trick or treating happening this year? There's, there's no way. These, no, but these I, kids I mean, are going to be devastated. I mean, they no. could wear masks. It is Halloween. Why, you just chuck the candy at them from six feet away? Well, <laughs> even if they leave out those community bowls, it's it's like a coronavirus bowl. Everyone's sticking their hand in there. Man, I didn't even think of that. I mean, those kids are going to be devastated. Come on, it's July. We don't need to get into that. Just <laughs> yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll worry about what's ruined in the fall when it comes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 funny because this this person on the on the same page was, was trying to give ideas for uh, – trick-or-treating and how they can socially distance masquerade parade down uh down the street uh creating cool light-up costumes or whatever it is they're come up they'll come up with something but yeah uh trick-or-treating is not happening this year that's for sure i don't think so at least what what, where was the one post about which one i can try to find it the kid at the at the park oh really quick as a disclaimer a lot of posts get deleted because i have a feeling that some of these people after receiving backlash in the comment section or whatever, may may second guess oh, okay. their post. But what which one was it? I'm trying to remember. It was about the the lady at the playground with her kid, and the and the kid came up to him and said a uh, a, uh, a a derogatory term, <laughs> <laughs> and then trying ran, to find the words, and then ran away. So <laughs> the kid came up to him in the playground and then, yeah, oh, okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll just tell the story yeah, because I basically did anyway. So this lady's at the playground with her daughter and the, this kid is driving around with his friends and he gets out of the car and this is at like a local playground where it's right by uh, Kroger. So it's like, it's like, was that mayor Kroger? I don't it's know. Mayor, any, yeah. Mayor. Yeah. Yes. But uh, she gets out. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. I found it. I found it. The, okay. the one where the one where they call her a hoe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, this was a month ago. Hi, community. Oh, should I? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of the, the correct voice for this person. Um, hi, community. If your son is maybe 9 or 10 and wearing a navy t-shirt, riding with two friends, an older girl with shoulder brown hair, and another boy around the village, approximately 255, your son rode up to me in front of my younger children at the mayor playground and called me a ho followed by an apology because it was a dare from his friends. They rode off laughing because he waved the middle finger. I didn't take a picture because I wouldn't post something like that, but just an FYI. <laughs> it garnered 131 comments. And wow. They run the gamut of, it's the parents. The parents need to do a better job. Or, why don't you mind your own business? Kids will be kids. It's just back mind and forth and back. And <laughs> I think she 
was minding her own business. Mind your had, business, please. The warrant is out for his arrest, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, an ad, like a full description and everything. It's, it's, a description's going to be on the news, the 5 o'clock news. <laughs> Unbelievable. Go home to mommy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Bye. Go home to mommy. Go home to mommy. <laughs> It's 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 fantastic. Tell her to tuck you in bed. <laughs> they, I mean, these comments are great, and, and somebody uh, somebody had to uh, point out that the original poster misspelled a word, and that garnered seven <laughs> thumbs up. Nice. <laughs> I don't think. Oh, bad parenting. So sorry this happened. Uh, this is tweens are tweens are tweens. Please let's not start criticizing people's parenting. And that garnered thirteen more replies back and forth. Was that the mom? I don't know. Like, what, why is she could so? Be. Why why is she so upset that people are <laughs> people are commenting on the like bad behavior of this child? There there by the grace of God go any of us. Kids do impulsive, stupid shit all the time. I do not think this is a reflection of parenting. It's a reflection of bad childing. All we ever do is hope our kids make the right decision when we are not around. No, this is oh not appropriate. God. It needs correcting. But I think it's unfair to bl- blindly blame parents for this type of thing. Everyone's a philosopher. Everyone's got their own important <laughs> view on this, I guess. Jeez. Do, just pe- do people have anything better to do than get into these Facebook wars in the comment section? In the comment of a comment. That's <laughs> what I'm reading right now. It's just back and forth. So many reactions. Really? This is what people do with their people time? People are fighting about bad parenting, and you don't even know who the parents are. <laughs> well, in this lady's defense, I don't know what I would do if some kid came up to me and called me a hoe in the middle of a playground. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then ran away saying, sorry, it was a dare. <laughs> would, would you post on Facebook about it? I think that's no, pretty No, I don't think Facebook is the right way. <laughs> Listen to this one. A generation of rap music and hip-hop with themes of <laughs> prostitution and women exploited in every way possible. Ugh. It was the video games. It was the video games, I tell you. <laughs> oh, kids have always done dumb stuff like this. I promise you, rap and hip-hop, hip-hop aren't to blame. Oh, my God. It goes on and on. 20 more replies after this. Anyway, this page is a gold mine. It's a gold mine. And if there's any good comments, uh, they will be here on the show. Oh my God! And if, if you guys have any that you uh, that you see in in your own community pages, pl- please keep a track of them because yes. that's good stuff. <laughs> please send them in, share them with us, please. Yeah, if, if anybody out there, um, as, as a matter of fact, what, do you want do you want to plug some of the social media stuff? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, why not? We got to do it at some point. Exactly. We probably yeah. should have done it at the beginning of the show. Avail- yeah. Available on Twitter at, at cutting out early. Available on Instagram cutting out early dot podcast. Uh, we have a Facebook page, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> we're, we're keeping good track of that. We're not oh, letting any. We gotta uh, make, feel free to post anything. <laughs> we got to make sure to serve our uh, all of our demographics, even the older crowd. And, you know what? I, I should I should say not all boomers on Facebook are bad. It's just that they're more bad than people who are younger. It, it's just it's just the way it is. I mean, it's it's not it's not. I mean, it's either... not ageist. It's just the way it is. And I wanted to disclaim: they're not all like that. They're not all like yeah, that. There's well, plenty of boomers that are, use Facebook appropriately. Exactly. We don't know how to use the Dewey Decimal System, sure. and they don't know how to use Facebook. <laughs> so it's an even trade-off. You know, we, we can't use uh, you know, whatever it is, phonographs or, or typewriters. They might be a little bit of a learning curve. Well, you know, and they don't know how to use Instagram. It's just the way it goes. It's just the way it goes. Just kidding. There's plenty out there that use Instagram. Hey, don't send me a letter about that. She's, you were being ageist on the podcast. <laughs> They're producing content, so, I mean, I can't complain too much. That's true. <laughs> That's true. When was the last time you made a Facebook post, Max? <laughs> he is not doing well with women. <laughs> 
<laughs> or uh, older people. How old is this kid? <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the stories that we teased a little bit earlier is this um, incredible story about this woman in a Verizon store. And and I want I want to pull up this story to make sure I get these facts right. But this goes to show how crazy people can get during these crazy times. But some people go way too far. So did you guys read this story or at least do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I heard about it, yes. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about, Zach? No, no, I want to hear the whole thing. Okay, so this is a situation where a woman urinated in a California Verizon store after refusing to wear a mask and leave. That's according to the police. Uh, she was arrested at a Verizon store in California. This is uh, The story's everywhere. This happens to be from People.com. Does it, great does magazine. It, does it say why she went to the Verizon store? Because it doesn't sound like she was having trouble with her streaming. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I should not have laughed that hard because that was not a very good joke. That was funny. <laughs> that was good. I don't know. I don't know. Was that a good joke? Please uh, send us a message. <laughs> uh, a woman was arrested at a Verizon store in California on Friday. Uh, this this was last week on Friday because there's a recent story. After she refused to abide by the store's mandatory mask policy and urinated inside the business, according to authorities. The incident unfolded at the Verizon store in Roseville off um, Galliera Boulevard. As a matter of fact... This um, was a local story? No, 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 no. Well, I guess there was Roseville, California. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I, I, I wish... Well, we, we could... If we get our phones set up, I'd love to call this Verizon store. <laughs> that that would be a, a very worthwhile phone call. As a matter of fact, next week we may do that. Um, but this is an extremely odd incident, according to the uh, uh, officer there, Rob Becerra. Never before have I seen someone become so disgruntled while shopping. In the end, this suspect's actions helped lead to her ultimate arrest. Um, he went on to say authorities were first called to a nearly uh, nearby sporting goods store uh, after receiving a report about an individual who stole items. But as the officer was investigating and looking at suspect images, another call came in from the Verizon store. The description matched that of the sporting goods store suspect, according to the police. Uh, so the uh, officer said the Verizon employees asked the woman to put on a mask, but she refused. She then became so upset that she went to the corner of the store and urinated on the floor, according to the police officer. When officers so, wait, finally wait, wait, arrived... Wait, wait, hold what? on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so she... This is unbelievable. She didn't care that she was peeing in the store, but she had enough uh, like wherewithal to go to the corner? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm so upset. I, I'm going to urinate in this store. But you know what? I'm going to do it in the corner where fewer people can see me. <laughs> That's a idea. I'm just standing there, and it's just running down my leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, when officers arrived, they spoke to her. They were able to identify her. Um, and she was the suspect who stole the uh, sporting goods from, wow. the, from the local store. Show. A serial criminal. This person just had a repeat quite offender. The day. Uh, they yeah. saw, <laughs> the police found several bags. Not with only items. did she go number one, but she also did number two. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> oh, lordy lord. Uh, they found several bags with items in the sporting goods store in her back seat. Uh, additional stolen property was also discovered inside the vehicle. Who would have guessed? Uh, she's been arrested on grand theft charges. I'm almost glad that this wasn't just a normal person who just decided to urinate in the store. Like, this person was already a criminal. <laughs> um, additional charges were filed for her for urinating inside of a business, which I'm imagining is against the law. <laughs> Obviously. That's a crazy can you, story. Can people, again, this is what we said last week. People just need to relax or don't go to the store if you don't want to do that. Can you imagine that, that call, that phone call? You get your one phone call once you get in jail to get bailed out. 
Ooh, so honey, husband, I, I need a, I need some help. I'm in jail right now. Oh, really? What happened? Like, you, you get into some sort of car accident? You like speed too fast or something? Ooh, <laughs> let's just, uh, let's say I left something at the Verizon store. Can you imagine? She would not be my first choice that I can tell you. Can you, can you imagine making that 911 call too? Like 911, what's your emergency? Uh... There's a lady peeing in the corner here in our shop. <laughs> yeah, we, we got some lady. She's not wearing a mask. She's starting to piss in the corner of the store. we got to get you guys over here quickly. We Sir, see a bunch of sporting goods uh, bags in her car that don't look like they belong to Sir, her. Sir, we take prank phone calls very seriously. Yeah, I know, exactly. Like, <laughs> when men are married to women who scream like you, they just want to die sooner. <laughs> if you can't tell, we got our drops loaded. Oh, yeah. But I can guarantee you that she's she does a lot of screaming. And I, I, I almost promise you, based on her behavior of theft and pissing inside stores she's not somebody who would act very calmly when police try to uh, detain her i don't think that would be a very easy uh uh way unless you know they just got a hold of her she probably she probably post on a community facebook page (laughs) why don't you go back to your home on whore island whoa ron that's a little unnecessary It's so good. Oh, my God. These stories pop up all the time. I just wish people, if you don't want to wear a mask, maybe don't go into the store or don't cause a conflict. I think there's a lot to say about trying to make your life as stress-free as possible. Just like I said last show, just relax or don't go to the store if you don't agree with their policy. <sighs> kind of simple as that. Absolutely. Kind of simple as that. Oh, boy. Um, was there anything else we wanted to get to? I know there were those few things about the um, – those best remakes that I think Zach posted that I think I think that's a big topic that that'll take a long time to cover. We, I think we can do that really well. So actually, maybe we could use this as an opportunity to kind of put it out to our listeners see if they have any opinions. Sure. So we want to do a topic on the best remakes of all time. This could be movies, it could be you know, restaurant TV menu shows. items that they brought. Yeah, TV shows. It could be uniforms, the best throwback uniforms. What is the best remake? of all time the best thing that they made you know a long time ago it it could have been at any point it could have been back in the 1700s it could have been in the 70s and now they're making it 1700s i don't know (laughs) maybe powdered wigs are coming back what about the constitution over the uh the uh the articles or the uh the uh god bless america all right you're (laughs) swinging a miss so So what is the best remake? This is going to be a topic. We're going to have a big, big conversation on this. And so we want to hear your opinion. See if you can guide us. See if you have anything that you really want us to talk about. And we'd, we'd love to cover it. Uh, the Articles in Confederation before the Constitution. The Constitution was a great remake. That was 1700s. Oh, jeez. I'm not a total idiot. You just reminded us of your flub. <laughs> we could have just Damn moved it. on. Ugh! This is, this is part of the learning curve of a podcast, so we're going to have to really polish it up for me. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> Call it a day. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Play the bumper. We're going to start all over again. Yeah, right here. <laughs> now, the other thing that I wanted to talk about. Cutting it, out early. Do, do, you, do you guys want to end with this? This is kind of a funny funny thing. Um, USA Today put out a, uh, a, a cool article. It's not that recent. Uh, So it's not one of the timely things, which is fine, but it still holds true today because it's the 50 worst movie sequels of all time. We can do this. Let's let's do this next week. This is another remake thing, I think. We'll do remakes. Is that part of the... Well, it's kind of remakes. We can do the best and the worst. Are sequels remakes? Talking about the worst of something is never... It's not always the best idea, but I think it would be a good follow-up if we're going to be talking about about remakes. There are some pretty bad sequels out there. There are some very bad sequels out there, but God, that would be fun. I I really think this is something that we can cover. No, in I depth. think I think that's a good idea. Where we have 
listeners, you know, give us their best, and then we'll have them on the, you know, we'll say what they had, and we can even give their name on the show if they want. Yeah, that's a good idea. Sure. If, you, if you guys have any of your uh, ideas, like Alex was saying about the, uh, the the best remakes or the worst sequels, whatever you want to do, send us a message. Sure, and, and we'll and we'll read it on the air. It'll be a lot of fun. Sure, you can you can DM us on Twitter. You can DM us on Instagram. We actually even have the capability to receive um, voicemails on our anchor page if you go to anchor.fm slash cutting out early you can leave a voice message there or uh, chances are if you're listening you probably know one of us personally so (laughs) you you can even uh you can even uh try and leave us a a personal voice message or a phone call we can get you uh recorded and get you on the show if you really have something that you're passionate about talking about your name will make it out to all what is it 100 and we we had we had hey some... now hey now we get we we're doing strong that's a good start <laughs> yeah. no Come i was, was very that. impressive for so, the first week according to our metrics <laughs> we had we our had metrics. over 100 100 listeners to our first episode already and and that's exceeding our expectations we're really happy with that so thank she you Cardi knows. Yes. So we're really happy with that. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has tuned in. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate it. We we want your feedback. We want to know what we can do to improve, what you like about the show, what you don't like about the sure. show, ideas you have. Um, you know, if you're feeling generous, leave us a rating on on Apple Podcasts or on <laughs> yeah, Spotify. Yeah, we're, we're on Apple Podcasts right now, which was a big. I, I thought that was pretty cool that we just jumped right on there pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean that was I did not expect that I did not expect that we, so I was I was very that was, that's awesome and I listen on Apple Podcasts so that's what I would use yeah absolutely I mean we get we've been getting a lot of feedback too and all the feedback is appreciated so yeah so far it's been a lot of positive feedback which we definitely appreciate because we're just starting out but we want your yeah. criticism too we need like yeah. really really please we need the encouragement us. we need to keep going yeah maybe someone can tell Max to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my it, god. Yeah. Every you know, everyone probably heard our first episode and they're like, all right, it was cute. They did their first episode. Yeah. Well now we're doing a second one. Yeah. And there's gonna be a third next week. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you want from me. No, it's, it, I'm I'm doing my best. I'm doing the best I can. But, you know, we're we're hopefully here to stay. I mean we invested enough in this equipment. Well, I so, mean we, from the technology beginning technology and stuff. So, yeah. So well, we're here. Yeah, from the beginning this has been more for us than it has been for anyone else, so I mean, it, we we appreciate the views, and we're we're looking forward to having you guys uh, listen to future uh, podcasts. Hear you? It's just noise coming out of an ugly scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, thank God they can't see it. <laughs> All right, we, let's hit the outro. Let's yeah. get going. I think we're good here. All right, thanks, thanks everyone for, for listening. Yes, thanks. Um, let's uh, um, I'm trying to find the outro here. Well. There we go. That's that's the seamless outro that we love to hear as the uh, as a podcast winds down. But no, we appreciate it, guys. Um, do you want to give the Twitter handles out again? Yeah, sure. So if you, <laughs> I mean, you can just rewind five minutes. Also, anyway, at cutting out early on Twitter, at cutting out early dot podcast on Instagram, cutting out early on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, numerous other smaller platforms. Uh, you can go to anchor.fm slash cutting out early to find out more. And thank you. And rate us. Rate us on Apple Podcasts because ratings help a lot. Yes, I agree. Yep. Zach? Yes. Give us our feedback. Uh, send us your worst remakes, best remakes, and we'll see what we can do next week. All Absolutely. Right. See you next week. See you guys.